Greetings, you guys. How are you all doing out there in the World Wide Web? This is Dr. D. Danielle coming to you live from my bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I tell you, it is so wonderful. I am so grateful and thankful that you can literally get off of work, do what you have to do, and come to a place, a sheltering place, and be able to rest peacefully without no interruptions. That means you can go into a deep sleep and relax. And so that's what I did today. Got off, went to the office, um, tried to straighten some things out. I finally, you guys, the front part of the office, I finally got it organized to the point where the ministry part is set. I still got to hang up um, the pictures Just things that need to be put on the wall, get that back in place. So that's still like stacked on some boxes and stuff. But the main rearrangements, that's been done. So, whoo, thank God for that. Now I have to attack the urban management part, the second office. I got stuff everywhere because I. Pulled the stuff out the front office, bought it in the hallway, you know, over the week and last weekend, and cleaned it out, vacuumed, swept the corners, really just prayed and anointed it, and a lot of things that I had, I didn't put up, I was able to put up, and so um, that's done, right? So now I have to deal with the urban management side. So I guess I'll be doing that throughout the week. Plus still doing some work. I have to get this done because I I have to be able to concentrate on uh, paperwork now to submit for these projects that I'm working on. All right. And it has to be done. And I still have to file my taxes. Isn't that something, y'all? Dr. D have not filed her own income tax. That's just... And I'm I'm laughing about it, but it's strategic. I did it for a reason. Um, uh, because I have the insurance to pay for the business. Air uh, management group. Some other things I have to pay... And so I know by the time that money comes from the income tax, I'll still be able to um, be afloat, right? All right. So with all that said, that's where I'm at. So any, for right now, extra stuff, no, it's not going to work. 
Um, I did not go fellowship at nobody church today. I went on and uh, caught the bus, made it on here to the house. Took my shower, I ate, and guess what, you guys? I went to sleep. I got in here probably about three something. And the reason why I was so late because I was supposed to uh, meet my godchild at the airport. She's going back. We're gonna find out she was going to the other airport. And I was like, oh man, if that was the case, I could have been left. That's why I was like just teetering and tattling at the office. And um, so it kind of like, that was like four, five hours difference that I could have just came straight home from work. And uh, a lot of people just don't understand right now certain things that I have to do. And I have to maintain my own sanity. <laughs> just put it like that, I have to maintain my own sanity. Why y'all? Because I'm 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 I have the Holy Ghost. I have God. But I really I'm 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 by myself doing this, right? So um all this extra stuff it's just not gonna it's just not gonna work. And so um when I come home I drop everything and I know this is my time because I'm off. I'm off on on the security job. I'm done with the day seasonal job with Jackson Hewitt. Thank God that is over with for this season. And so now I just have to deal with my own business. So I take this opportunity just to rest, right? So Monday used to be my my day of uh, doing follow-ups within myself, just doing some reflections, what I have to do throughout the week, anything that I need to do for myself, Mondays I have taken that day for me, right? And um, so when I come in here, I get a chance to go to sleep and go into a deep, good sleep. So when I finished eating, I took my shower. I got over here in this bed where my homemade bed. I gotta get me a, a a mattress set. But still, it it's still peace in here, peace and harmony. And I went to sleep, y'all. Whew. So I've just awakened, and I was awakened with something in my spirit that I wanted to share. Uh, I pray that y'all been enjoying the little plugs I've been sending in, because that's what the Lord has really been revealing to me, and um, I'll be sharing more and more. Teachings on what I've been plugging in. If you go back all the way from last year and just search for uh, 
exposure, uh, sexual immorality, church functions, uh, uh, soul ties, or uh, anything with the soulish realm. Um, singleness, betrayal. If you search for anything through my feeds, I think I have over 500 and something episodes on the Boom Factor. And through those episodes, I know for a fact that God has used me prophetically to mention a lot of things I have plugged in for you guys to hear. The reason why I do that off and on because I don't want y'all to think that, oh, Dr. Deej is always talking about this. She always talking about that. This stuff ain't true. You know, what is she talking about? Demons and deliverance and, you know, and uh, the world activities and society and what's good and what's evil. How she know what's good and what's evil? Well... I do have spiritual insight. I am a seer. God do speaks to me. I don't go around market it like some do. That's a big no-no. If they don't know, now you guys know. And if I have any prophets out there listening, y'all know you're wrong. You ain't supposed to have no $500,000, $5,000 line to give a word to somebody. Jesus didn't do that. All right. So you prophet line, you're operating on familiar spirits and demons, doctrinal demons. All right. You operating out of witchcraft because you're controlling the people. And, and it's just not right. And I'm calling you out if you listen to my broadcast. I have nothing to lose because, hey. I don't, I don't depend on no one but God. He's my source. He takes care of me, and I have come to the place in my life that I am content, uh, content in whatever state that I find myself in because I know God has allowed me to be in certain circumstances to try the reins of my heart. And I'm not a perfect person, but the word of God say, be holy as he is holy. So that means he is looking for some type of perfection in us. So we need to get out this little humanistic cliche to just use that as an excuse or a, a lingo to give people that little breathing room so they can stay in their mess. I'm just going to call it out. So, with all that said, you guys, I woke up with some stuff in my spirit that the Lord could put in my spirit, the Spirit of God. And um, as I was coming home yesterday, you know, I was just sitting at the bus stop. Um, watching the buses pass away, just passing by. You know, I was thinking about that song, 
your boy, um, oh my gosh, who is this here? He right from my hometown. With the song, like, sitting on the dock of the day, watching the tides roll away. Well, I'm just sitting at the bus stop, watching the buses and the cars just roll away. And I'm just watching. I'm observing. I'm watching the people. I'm watching their actions. I'm watching their demeanor. God just had me observing. And with all that said, you guys... I just heard the Spirit of God say, Your voice makes the devil tremble. I say, My voice makes the devil tremble. I was like, Well, that's good, I guess. He said, No, you just don't understand. He said, I'm trying to answer some questions that you have sent up to the Father. He wants to give you the answer. I was like, oh, wow, okay. And yeah, I did have some concerns, y'all. I really did because it is so easy for people to navigate to me. And, and it's easy for them to navigate towards me. It's an interesting thing for them how they can just automatically just cut me out. Or cut me off, or per se, twist it to the point where well, we were just trying to give you time, and we were just we know you did some, you know that. No, 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 no. What's important to me, I will make time for. You see, you give me time and dates. That's why I have my planner. You know what I'm saying? I have to plan it. The reason why I have to plan things is because of the transportation limitations that I have. So because of that little minor inconvenience, sometimes people purposely don't give you certain things so you won't participate. Then they can have the upper hand to say, oh, well, you know, she's busy, she's this, she okay, we're just going to go on and do this A, B, C, D, F, G. Well, the Holy Spirit is calling all that out because that's the wrong spirit that many are operating underneath. You don't do that to people. Now, let's get back into the spirit. So I'm at the bus stop, right? I'm at the bus stop. Just observing a lot of things. And so I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. That's why I like to always listen to other ministers at a certain time. When God speaks to me, then whatever he shows me and I bring it out and I speak it out. For some apparent reason, these phones are something, you guys. They can pick up your voice. The algorithms that are in these phones, the technology now, know what you're talking about, right? And for some some apparent reason, when I open up my YouTube, anything that I have mentioned, 
Don't y'all know they got videos waiting for me to go and look at? I didn't go search for this stuff. How do they know that I talked about this? So I'll, you know, I'll be intrigued and I'll start listening and I'll say, oh my word. Look at this, Lord. And then I hear about this and spiritual warfare Things being exposed and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh my goodness. This is what I was talking about. No, you guys, it's the algorithms that's already structured in the technology. The AIs that have been produced through the networks pick up what we are talking about. Yes. And so, with all that said, while I was sitting at the bus stop, the father gave me an answer to a lot of questions. Not just, you know, it really don't matter to me. I'm at a point in my life that as long as I am treating my brother right and fairly, I'm not doing mischievous stuff. My heart is geared to loving God. I want God to be pleased with everything that I do. For God to be pleased with everything that we do, you guys, we are demonstrating that love to others. So he watches us how we treat each other, y'all. See, you can get there and preach and and, 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 and share your side. (laughs) You can you can get there and make this big hula hoo You know, like, like you doing the best that you can to serve God the best that you can. And you on these platforms and the doors are being open here. The doors are being open unto all of us every day. It's up for us to walk through them. It just so happens that individuals don't have a certain type of fear. But they just have been through enough in life, right? Say, hey, it don't matter. I'm going to walk through it. If it's not the good opportunity, okay, we're going to chunk it up as a loss and go to the next one. See, that's a person that's not afraid to fail. We commend those. That's what you need on your team. That's what you need with the same mindset to go forward in whatever God has you to do, right? But then you got some that are fearful and then when other people come around, they really don't know how to really function in that capacity. So that's where all the other riffraff come along. Their insecurities, their intimidation, their inferiority, all these little sidekick unclean spirits, that's what it is, that start manifesting themselves, you see, and start dropping their seedlets around whoever they have an ear to hear, and then the other individuals with their compassionate heart, they forget about what they have said and done with others, and they navigate to Uh, these unclean spirits 
and they're thinking they're doing good, but you're really doing evil because if you look at the whole vintage part of the circumstance, you really didn't take time off to discern. And so I had, I'm still going about my assignments. Sometimes I stopped in the day. I still love my people, you know. I still love the people that God has connected me with. All right, but I do have principles. I do have boundaries. I do have standards. And I know if I have given a person 100% of my time, my, 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 my action, and I have stood by your side, even when I know that it probably even affects me, I'm going to stand by your side no matter what. Because if I see the injustice, and I will detach myself, and I find that I have done that for a lot of people, and in return, they don't stand behind Dr. D 100%. It may be 10%. Because it's, you know why I can say that? Because it's so easy for them to, to cut me off. They don't really cut me off per se, but they'll, uh, how, they, how, how you do a child when you just wean them off the breast milk? You wean them out. You wean them off to the point where the baby don't even know now that they're not drinking breast milk. They're drinking regular milk. So you wean a person out of something by making sure you don't keep them up you don't keep posted, you don't contact, you don't do none of the things that you normally would do. So that's how you wean a person out. And the father was just showing me, he was answering my question, he said, well, daughter, don't worry about it, because they have weaned you out. But it's all in my plan. Right now, I need you to focus on A, B, C, D, F, G. Because you forget about the prophetic word that I spoke over you 25 years ago. In these last terrible times, not only that you the foundation, you the Joseph. And no matter where you go, somebody's going to throw you in the pit. No matter where I put you, somebody's going to lie on you. Somebody's going to betray you. It's going to happen. And that's why I'm building tough skin around you. Because as I bring you to these places, I need you to focus on the assignment and not the personalities, not the actions, not the demeanor of others. I need you to have tunnel vision. Keep your eyes on the mark. Because when you show up in a place, the light of my glory illuminates through you to the point where it automatically shines on the darkness of others. And this is why you don't have this big uh, what they call it? Posse around you. You say, daughter, it's a good thing. It's the right thing. And you have not done the wrong thing. 
and I was like, whoa, okay, Dad, I just need to make sure, because I want to stay clean before you and everything. I need my hands to be clean with no blood on it, no bloodshed. Um, I want to make sure that I'm like my brother and my sister. I have extended myself, and Holy Spirit says, your voice make the devil tremble. Because when your mouth and your words come out, a lot of people can't even hear your words. Because it it quenches the very actions that's within their own soul. And when you speak, you force change. And a lot of people are not ready to change. They'd rather find a fault in you. But they want to deal with certain changes that I am telling them to do. So you could be in a position to start weaning out. And I was like, I'm sure when I got up, and this is what's all in my spirit right now. This is this is carrying on from the bus stop to me coming in here. Taking my shower, eating, and going to sleep. When I go to sleep, I go to sleep. With the Spirit of God, with my worship, this plain worship music. So everything in me could be purged out, and I'll be open and ready for my downloads from the Father. That's when he began to speak to me, y'all. And the confirmation from all of the statements that I had put on the boom factor for you guys to listen to. So y'all one thing without the beat be going off of that field sometimes. You know, I got a lot lot more to share for you too with you guys all this week. And uh the word of God tells us, let everything be confirmed by two or three witnesses. So the Holy Spirit speaks to me. I speak it out in the opening. And then he confirms it by other entities, other things on the outward. That you guys can go and Google yourself and go on YouTube. And you can see for yourself. They got a lot of stuff going on, you guys. I was just listening to something else on the bus. Um, David Wilkinson was sharing uh, I strive to listen to some prophets because the main prophets that I usually listen to when they went on they didn't have any room now that's Kim Clement Kim Clement John Paul Jackson Dr. Marvel all these were young men all these was the Samuels of this Era. Young men between 55, well, 55, Kim Kaplan was, he was in his 60s, so between 50 and 75 years old, God had taken them home. I still consider them younger. No, I think they might have been younger than that. Have taken them. They're gone. And I believe that they have, they was really the prophets of this time whatever came out their mouth 
it happened. You can go back even on the website. The ministries are still following because they have the apologies that they have already have groomed in their wives and their children are carrying on the message, are carrying on the torch. And that's my prayer now that that my children and my grandchildren, somebody will carry the torch for redeemed by the blood ministry. You know, and my great my grandchildren will take over as CEOs at other management groups. Married that publishing and the school that God is manifesting himself to create for another entity. You see what I'm saying? That's where my heart is. That's what's been established. Because what's going to happen is technology is moving so fast. We keep forgetting it has to go this way to set up this one world order. They already have the coin, you guys. They already have the, the money in place to be used for the one world order. Okay? Things are happening right now behind the scenes. They're singling out America. The allies are being detached. Okay? I'm not going to go into details with that at this present moment, but all the other stuff like God was telling us yesterday is lies, lies, lies. The society is lying to you. Okay? Stop being deceived. Stop depending on the government. The government is not your source. Joshua is your source. God Almighty is your source. The heavenlies is your source. At this present moment, the jobs that we are on, that is not your source. It's just a temporary measurement a monetary gain to get you to fulfill the true assignment that God has given you on the earth. So instead of taking that paycheck and just paying your bills, take some of that money and put it on the side and start you a type of service, a business. Start something to start acquiring extra cash. Yes, it's going to cost you time, sweat, some tears. It's going to cost you some friends, some family. Because you're not going to be able to do everything. It's going to cost you some shopping habits. Sales that you love to go and spend your money on sales, well, guess what? The sales gonna be there, y'all. Women that's in business that want to be an entrepreneur, hey, you don't have to go and buy everything unless it's the sale that's gonna enhance your business. 
we have to start redirecting our money. And that's what I've been doing these past three years. In the midst of that, I thought about some stuff. I said, hmm, I gave a lot. I gave money. I sold seeds into other people's businesses. I need to write that down. Write their name down. And yes, I am writing that off. I sold time into other people's ministries and organizations. They sold time in my ministry. With the time that was sown, it was supposed to last me for the end of the year. And it only was done for two months. I was able to spread it out, but the objective was have enough material to last me for at least the remainder of the year. Well, that didn't happen. So now I have to re-event and recreate and redo things. And I had questions. I said, Lord, people don't stay with their commitment with me. Is it something with me? Even though I can overlook their fault, See what I'm saying? Because we all have our flaws. But Dr. D always looks over a person's flaws. I'll see it and keep it moving. Now, what will happen is, though, I'll make a joke about it, and then that's where the problem comes in at. Well, hey, I'm going to joke about it, but hey, if, if I mention it, don't you think you should like, oh, well, why she say that like that? Mm, let me check myself. No, they ain't gonna check themselves. They're gonna come check me. Oh, okay. No problem. So, when I'm teaching, I want to make sure that, because see, when I'm teaching, I want the power of God to come through. And that anointing will come through. And it would destroy the very yoke of the person. Remove the burden where that person can be free to receive Jesus with no hindrance. Then give them instruction where they can follow up. They got people right now. Dr. D or Miss D text me. What church you say you go to? Because I'm getting my car and I'm going to church. I got people right now ready. And I just give them the address. You gonna be there? No, I'm not gonna be there. Oh, I'm not going. Oh. So I say, well, Lord, you gotta help me with this because I can draw the sheep in. I know the anointing draws the sheep in. But with that said, you told me don't allow nobody to market me. Use my influence anymore. And to be a win-win. This is what daddy revealed to me. 
So now, with all that said, I'm just sharing my heart right now. Oh Lord, it's only six months. When the next episode get off here, next episode, I'm going to share what God was talking about, trying the reins of your heart, and why it's important for us to pay attention when different things happen around us. Because it's it's becoming very critical out here. And it's a very thin line, you guys. Between good and evil. And we can step over that line. And dabble in that evil thing. And get stuck. You can't go around playing with sin. You can't go around playing with your words. And God forbid you going around playing with people. Because the enemy comes for three things. To steal, kill, and destroy you. That's his mission. That's Look, he has an objective. He has an organization already structured. And his mission, his vision is he has an end game. His mission is to kill you, to steal from you, kill you, and destroy you. How can he do that? I love God. I ask for forgiveness. Oh, do you really ask for forgiveness? Do you really repent? Because if we really do all these things, we'll go back and get a lot of things right with people that we did wrong. But we go on, we stay busy, we feel like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, yada, yada, yada. i tell you this, the word of God tells us in, um, well, let me get out there. Okay. But that's what I'm about to talk about. So stay tuned, this is Dr. Day, with reflections of the heart. Straight from the throne. About how God tries the reins of our heart. you guys I'm back so we on the subject of deception and how the the devil have come well the word of God tells us that the world have is deceived the devil have come to deceive the whole world uh, so we already we know that if you're a believer you know that already well, some, some, I don't think some do know. They'll preach about it, do they? But do they really believe it? Because their actions will be totally different. 
than what they're portraying, right? A lot of people may not even understand what deception means. <laughs> you know, because all of us have been deceived some type of way. Um, knowingly and unknowingly. I know I've been caught up into deception. Um, and that's how betrayal happens and heartbreak happens and relationships are breached and contracts are not fulfilled because of the spirit of deception. And I link deception with motives. Um, you don't know a person's motive. Only God knows. And I'm learning. I'm still learning, you guys. Um, that people can be excited for you and be there for you. But what's really going on in that heart? Is the heart really there for the long haul? See, God said in his word that it's, it's not the, the one that's doing the sprint, right? He said it's those that endure to the end. Who will endure with you to the end? Because, see, in the midst of that endurance, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And see, I will endure with a person to the end. But what happens is, then I get the short end of the stick. <laughs> and that's how it's been in my life. And the Lord said, no, you, you got to start seeing some stuff. Now, I'm going to have to let some stuff really start biting you so you can start understanding where I, I'm, I, I need to take you. I'm trying to take you to your wealthy place. I know your heart is there. He said, well, right now, I need to get you out the way. I need you to get your, 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 your emotional state out the way. I need, you, I need you to become that strong soldier that you are. I have already equipped you to be the warrior in my kingdom. And I was like, ugh. I was like, oh, God, Daddy, really? I was like, no, why? You know, why I can't be that person? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, know what Daddy said? He said, okay, you want to be that person? You could be that person. You know what I heard? Daddy know how to get me, y'all. He said, you can be whatever you like. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, Father? You know, he said, you could be whatever you want to be. But at the end of the day, you have to. It's a must. That's the only way you're going to get your reward from me is to be what I created you to be. He said, you want me to give you a good example 
of you not fulfilling the person that I have created you to be. And that made me like step back, y'all. And I was like, I put my head up, I look, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Lord, I think I know what you about to show me. Uh I say, yes, Lord. I say, Daddy, you know I might have to just say my little something, something. You know, I, I don't really have nobody I can really talk to like this with, you know. So, you know, we, we got to have this conversation. You know, I got to express myself some kind of way. He said, I know. I know, but I just want you to know. I want you to know that I know that you know, but I want you to always know that, hey, you have an assignment. He said, I create, I created, he said, I created Satan. He said his name was Lucifer. He was the light bearer, the morning star of my kingdom. He lit up heaven. When he walked, music came out of him in the most beautiful, harmonized tune. Because that's what I created him. I created him to fill the heavens with the ambience of lovely tunes. I created him for that purpose. To maintain the glory of my being. And he chose to do something else and what happened to him. I said, ooh, he got snapped out of, you did a Tano's moment on him, Lord. That's what you did to him. Snapped your finger like lightning and he was gone. He said, so so what you was telling me earlier? I said, yes, sir, yes, sir. Whatever you want me to be. I know I'm, I'm making a joke out of it, y'all, but but that's just where me and, and God is. You know, I have to communicate some kind of way, and that's how we communicate. He said, so at this present moment in your life, you have some things that I had to get right. Don't look at all other stuff. Just taking care of. I need you to stay focused. Now, you will teach on these things. Because I have some other warriors out there that's caught up into all their flesh and all their carnality. And I need that to be torn down. And I need you to do it. That's why it's an urgency for you to get your stuff straight. Don't think that, you know, what you're doing, you're just doing it. No, it's a purpose behind it. And that's why I'm making the adjustments for you. Don't worry about I'm going to, hey, every need will be supplied. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the job. Don't worry about it. Take care of yourself. I want you to get your rest. I'm going to take care of it. And those that I need to be by your side, gonna be by your side.
those that have called and gave them a charge. You don't have to worry about it. They're going to stay connected with you. You don't have to do nothing. Because the Spirit of God speaks to everyone. It's up to them to obey my voice, daughter. And see, that's where I need you to make it real plain to the people of God. Because they listen to many voices now. In the, in the assignment, it, it has shifted. The shift have already taken place almost, he said, three, four years ago. He said the shift already been taking place. We, we, we as a body of Christ catching up. Now we need to walk in it. And, and for us to obtain the shift, meaning that we preaching about the world is laid up for the just, but my just are not prepared. They're not prepared to receive because of the heart issues. And that's what I want to share with you guys on this episode. I was awakened to this download. And he was talking about the heart issues. Deception comes through the heart. He said, and I try the very reins of a man and woman heart. Not so I can see it. I need them to see what's in their heart. And the true man and woman of God that can accept what I reveal to them in their heart. And they can acknowledge, hey, I need to get some things straight in my heart. They will never have an issue with me. And they will always walk in brotherly love towards their brother and sister that they see every day. I was like, whoa. He said, one thing I like about you, I love about you, daughter. He did say like. He said, we enjoy your spontaneous, adventurous moments. <laughs> I was like, what is that about? He, it's no dull moment. You're learning to live your life in us. You bring us everywhere, and we love it. I was like, okay, daddy. You know, so I'm having this conversation, y'all, with God, right? And it is the true and living God. Yes, it is the true and living God. Who created the heavens and the heavens. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I ain't, I ain't communicating with no devil. Because see, the devil going to have you blessing people. The devil going to have you taking, taking, take things from people. The devil going to have you manipulating and deceiving folks. And hurting folks and betraying, betraying folks and going on like ain't nothing happened. That's the works of the devil. That's the works of the flesh. And a lot of individuals, even preaching the word of God, the Lord was showing me that they're still operating underneath unclean spirits. I was 
and God, that is so, ooh, that is tricky. Y'all know how tricky that is? I mean, it's a very fine line. It's a very fine line, you guys. And so, he also was showing me how, yet, I was doing that message about the heart is deceitful. Who can know it? Nobody gonna know it but God Himself with you. But you do know, you do know things that go in your heart towards how you handle certain situations with folks, with people, right? Like I have a situation right now that. I want to hear from the person when things just, they got to vent. But what they're venting about, it's like, what? Okay, you already know this here. Why is you making this big old hula hula? You already knew this. You just go do your thing and just keep up. It's, it's not even, God trying to show you who you are. People ain't going to never recognize who we are. It's not going to happen. God always has to use an outside source to recognize who you are. And then he has to call people into your, your, your inner core to be that that, that collaborant, uh, I like how T.J. Jakes identified the three type of people, the three type of people that is necessary for a healthy organization to thrive. You see, you got to have at least three of these folks, these type of people in your circle. All right. The first one he said... You conjured it. I can't even pronounce the word, but these are the folks that's there for you. These are the folks that look beyond your fault and see your need. They're there. They're your your spiritual and physical support. These are your people that you probably call your intercessors, your seers. These are your people that no matter what, they're going to be there unless you go run them off. And he said it. He said, I have ran some key people off because I didn't recognize who they were, why God sent them to this ministry. Google it. Go on YouTube. It's there. And he was like, he was, I think it was during the leaders conference, and he said, leaders, we have a tendency of comparing our people, and that's not what God called us to do. God has sent certain people in your organization that you may not even adjust to, but God sent them there. But we have allowed others to cause you to run them off because they are not comfortable. He's saying you need these people in your ministry or your business or your organization. These are the people that, and he said it, that your intercessors, they're your seers. He said, but if they really of God, 
and they have their standards and their boundaries, they're not going to let you talk to them in any kind of way. You're not going to treat them in any kind of way. You're going to value the gift that God has put in them for you. God has sent that gift to you, and you run them off. He said, I repent. I ran a lot of people off because I did not know the difference. Secondly, he said, you need your outside people, meaning your outside supporters, people that you'll never see, they'll never come to your organization in person unless you have a big event or whatever, but these are your outside supporters, people who sow into your ministry from all over the world, they follow you on Facebook, your internet, your worldwide supporters, you need those. Oh, yes, you do need those. And God has called them to them. They will never know your ins and outs. They only will see the outside part of you. So you need those. You definitely need those leaders. He said, then the third one, you got the third one. The third one, you're going to have, I got to get the words for it. Because the third one, he said, these are the ones that's going to come and go, and you're going to know it. They're just going to come for your influence. They're going to come for your help. They're going to come for you to help them. Something with their job, with their ministry, is only for a season. He said, but normally they're not going to stay with you too long. He said, they'll be there. They'll even financially help you get stuff established. Um, he said these are the ones that probably have the money. You know, he went down the list. He said, but well, eventually they're gonna go to the next person. How how they came to you? These are the these are uh, uh, the uh, uh, the opportunists. But he called them something else. He said, and normally you get those two. He said you'll get. The ones that God called you that's going to be there for you, be there for you. And your weakness, that person there praying for you, is there for you. The, op- the, the, the opportunists, they'll see your weakness or whatever, and then they'll start having some doubts. But eventually, they won't stay. Let me see if I can find the right words. Um, but that that was a blessing for me because it kind of helped me out with some stuff that I was um, facing as a leader. Because see, I'm 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 faced with all of it as a business developer, organization developer. Um, I'm exposed to a lot of stuff, you guys, and I have to repent and I confess and repent because I do get attached. Um, I believe in uh, unity that lasts. I, I, I believe in a network. I believe in what God was saying. He want to build this community of believers where we can go together, stay together, and be able to be this 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 community that we can demonstrate to others that hey, we can do this as a black community also, right? Well, y'all see how that's working. But he also answered my prayer too because um, 
Now he got a phone call. We got a text. Let's rewind. I got a text. The Thursday. And just out the whim say, okay, we have canceled this, but we still want to spend time with you. When can you be available? We want to take you to get something hot to eat. Breakfast, lunch, um, we're not going to say dinner. They're just straight out people. But I have worked with these people, brothers and sisters, for five years now. Okay, we've been in collaboration, doing ministry and business together. And I can truly say they have the heart of God. And they have stuck it out. <laughs> I, I can really say they have stuck it out without the deep. They have... I could truly say, and it touched my heart. Yesterday I was in tears. Well, Saturday before I met with him. That I could truly say, even through my time of transition, there was the main ones that always called me. Did you eat today? Did you rest? Come on, let's go take. I'm gonna take you. Come on, let's go and do this. Um, do you need to go to the store? Do you need us to go pick up anything? Do we need to take you somewhere? Do you? They always, I mean, every week they checked up on me. You know, my sis say, sis, I, I know your schedule. I'm not even going to try to even figure things out. Look, I have this going on, da, da, da. You put it on your calendar. Because I say that I had sent the email out in a text to all the people that I'm connected with. I say, I want to put you on my schedule. And if, I, if, if God don't have me doing something with me first, I'm going to strive my best to support you. If I cannot be there, I will send support. That's the way Dr. D is. That, that's just how I am. And I believe if I'm not there in the presence, and if I send you support, I'm still part of you, right? I'm still striving to stay connected with you. But many individuals feel that if I'm not in the house, well, I'm not with you. Well, I can't always be there. Duh. And I'm sending you some type of support. Remember, I am a single individual that's working a secular job maintaining a full-time ministry with two businesses. I have no sugar daddy. I don't have no no brother in the Christ that I can call on every day to help me do anything. My physical brothers are in other states. And I only have three of those, and they have their own issues they're dealing with. My sisters is in another state. My children are spread out here in in Houston, Texas, but I am closer to some of them now. But even with that, they have their own lives. I'm just sharing my heart right now, y'all. So I have to depend on Elohim. So because my dependency is totally on him, 
That's how our relationship is the way it is. And I can communicate, which is prayer. It's still prayer. I can communicate with God, Elohim, Yah, more effectively because I don't have all these outside voices coming in my ear. I'm not out with every ministry, hopping here and there, trying to do all this other kind of stuff. That's that's toning me down. It's straight straight to the throne. So my ears are open. My spirit is open. All right? So we just want to clear that up. Because I know I have a lot of ears that listen to this boom factor. And they're making judgment according to what they're hearing me speak about. It's all good. And that's why I like to plug in other stuff to confirm some some things that I've already spoken. I don't re I don't regurgitate nothing. If anything, when I plug something in, it's a confirmation. If I'm hearing something, it's a confirmation. I I, I shared that before that I have a very selective hearing on who I listen to. Because of that word deception. It's so easy. It's easy to be deceived, you guys. While using the word of God. And though many say that they don't believe in God, the Antichrist. They're still using the word of God. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? trying to finally use the right words. Advice learn from the lows how to handle the highs. Relationships are your greatest resource. Three type of people in your life. How to identify your friends. Uh, people you should avoid. Okay, I think this is confidant. Three type of friends. How to build your team. Uh, I think this is it. I got one more thing to do. Tell somebody to say, we got to build a team. 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 Because we're getting ready to go someplace we've never gone before. We're getting ready to do things that we've never done before. We're getting ready to ascend to a height that we've never seen before.
criteria is to choose your team. One, you're going to have confidence. Okay. You're going to have confidence. You got to have confidence. You got to trust somebody. You cannot be a great leader and not have anybody you can talk to. You got to have somebody you can talk to and be honest and be open and say. Let's see. Let's see some y'all. All right. I don't know why I did that, y'all. Sorry. I got one more thing to do. Tell somebody say we gotta build a team. 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 Cause we're getting ready to go someplace. We're gonna go somewhere, y'all. And so that's why I'm sharing this here. And it's all a part of deception too. Okay. You gotta make sure. See, I know I'm called to be a confidant. I'm going to share this here. When I enter into an organization or a business with someone or whatever, I know I have three functions to do that I'm understanding my part. Okay. I know I'm a confidant because I look beyond people's fault and I see their need, even in the the organization. I see things, God, because that's what I do. My whole assignment is to be able to see the problem and then solve it. Most of the times, individuals don't want to solve it. They want to cover it up and put it underneath the rug and say, we're going to deal with it later. No, you can't deal with it later because, see, if I didn't came alone, it's the reason why God brought me alone. I have accepted that fact. And I'm your confidant because, see, if I see something, I'm not just going to go out and just do and say whatever. I'm going to pray about it. And I know the favor of God on my life will bring it, will bring more into their lives, into their favor, right? Because I have people come to me and tell me this. They say, I don't know, there's something about you, but... You know, when you show up, things happen. And then when you leave, stuff stop. Oh, well, duh. We have to learn how to separate. And even though we have outside things, we got to stay with the assignment. Now, once I come into a place to be able to begin structuring, it's a time limit with that that I have to make sure that I maintain. And even though they may not even know it, but each new project that I'm part of, God gave me 18 months. And you're going to see a difference even before the 18 months, but I gave myself an 18-month period with that organization and business. Knowingly and unknowingly, they don't even know, but I'm always looking out for it. I'm looking, I'm checking on stuff. I send them emails. You know, I ask questions. I always try to have things. I send stuff out to organizations. I haven't really got a response back yet. Things that I know that they need, I send it to them. Send it back to me so I can put it in your folder. I don't get no response. 
So as a confident, confidant, okay, okay, something else is going on here. But see, daddy is teaching me, y'all, Dr. D is teaching me, okay, we're going to move on. You just put that in. That's your files. And that's why it's so important that I got to get this office um, structure in another form because the, the team is coming. I do have a virtual team. I have a virtual team. And I need, I need a physical team. And guess what? I met with part of my team on Saturday. God said, this is part of your team. Whoa. Two weeks ago, I met with some individual. He said, that's part of your team. He said, and, and, and this person, that's part of your team. Because, see, these are people that you really can talk to. Like, I know you always hear me saying, Dr. D don't have nobody really to talk to or whatever. Well, what I mean about that, I can't, I'm not able to share my inner heart without somebody taking it the wrong way or being my true authentic self without somebody taking it the wrong way. So I do have a people that I can talk to and confide in to that degree. So that's my team. And I don't have to worry about having this facade or walk on eggshells because I got to be a certain way because somebody else might get offended. That's not freedom, y'all. That's bondage. And if you feel like that, no matter where you go, then something's not right there. You're supposed to be free in your spirit to be you wherever, wherever you go. You're not hurting. You mean to tell me if I say something in my words hurting everybody? Something ain't right with that. Or is it just my mannerism and, and, and I don't know. No, no. You gotta just just check this out. This was five minutes. Five minutes, y'all. I'm I'm gonna put this on another ep- on another episode, so we can understand how deception will come in and mess us up. It ain't gonna mess me up. I know it's not gonna mess me up because I look at stuff and I'm like, whoa, God is really doing this here, and I ain't struggling. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it out there. Dr. D is not struggling at all. You do this whole, I'm going on two years on this boom factor. And the things that I have to encounter, whatever, I I can double dare anybody go through every episode of my program on this radio station. You You have never heard me complain, whine, tomorrow I need this. Yada, yada, yada. No, no, no. I'm always decreeing and declaring what God's going to do for me. I, I decree and declare what is needed, and I keep it moving. You have never heard Dr. D struggle to the point where I'm whining, I'm complaining, I'm, 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 you, you, I'm nagging. No. No. Dr. D is not struggling. But other people may think I'm struggling. Why? Because I don't have a car? Oh, it's coming. Just like I got my house, it's coming. And I'm speaking that I have my house. 
this is a place where I'm dwelling. It's still mine because I got the keys to it. And I'm still declaring that. And I'm grateful. Everything that God has given me and providing for me right now, God has done it. I am not struggling at all. That's why I can come in here and sleep. And I know the enemy mad because, look, he tried to trip me, you know. Okay, so you just helped me get in. You just helped me taking care of myself. That's all. Now my feet going to be going through some, some awesome therapy. My ankles. That's right. And guess what? You paying for it, devil, not me. Y'all, y'all see what's happening here? So I'm going to go to the next episode so you can hear the at least three types of people that you need on your team. Where well network with you or in your in your inner circle, you wanna put it like that. Jesus picked his team. And he even had a deceiver within a team. They're gonna always have one, y'all. No matter what. You're gonna always have somebody in your team that's gonna be crazy. But they're gonna walk with you. They're gonna be there for you. They're gonna, they're gonna, no matter what, they're gonna be in the mess. And you're gonna know. Because eventually, if you don't know, that means something ain't right with you. But you should know. But that's why it's so important to have an intercessor and a seer on your team. And most of the time, if you have a Jezebel, a Jezebel or Delilah, Delilah and Jezebel spirit in your organization, and they know a prophet is in that organization or a seer, they're going to try their best to make sure that you going to get that person away. Because, see, they can't do what they want to do. I've seen that, too. I've seen that, too. And eventually, it's all going to come to a head. And I just look back and like, whoa, okay. But see, when I mentioned something, I was wrong. I was, I was cast out. I was out of order. But look what happened. And it don't matter how many years it takes. But if God reveals something to Dr. D, I write it down and I just let it do what it do. Because eventually... It's going to show up on you. Yes, it will. So let's go to the next episode and find out why you need But that's not what I wanted. Um, I see he's separated. So it's five minutes. So I'm going to go put it on the next episode, okay?